Welcome in to this uh, Sports Buzz podcast uh, brought to you by WKYT. Uh, Dave Baker back here with you again, and we are delighted. Uh, I, I want to keep calling. Every time I refer to you now, I refer, refer to you as Cal underscore Mrs. <laughs> <laughs> how did you, Ellen Calipari said, thank you for taking time with us. Uh, you're welcome. So how did you come up with Cal underscore Mrs.? I don't know. I think just to transpose and, right. uh, I mean, when I initially got on Instagram and set it up, I was intending to just be a follower and uh, kind of keep up with what Megan and Aaron are doing. Right. You know, Brad doesn't do a whole lot on Instagram, but a little bit. And he has me blocked on Twitter, so. Have you gotten a Snapchat account yet? Um, I do. I, I do too, and it's strictly for it's strictly for child monitoring, right? Yes. I, a, yeah, exactly. I don't use it, right. but that's I can. Exa- that's exactly what it is. And I have a Twitter account, but that's under an assumed name. And you got a burner account? Uh huh. You are becoming even more cooler by the day. <laughs> <laughs> because nobody would ever think you would have a burner account. Well, I do, I'm a follower. Okay. I don't tweet. Okay. So. But one of these days you'll break out and then all of a sudden it'll just pop up like those. Boy, the thought crosses my mind sometimes. Uh, yeah, I'm sure <laughs> we'll talk about that too. It, it it just seems, and there's there's a number of things I want to talk to you about, but it just seems like, at least as far as the social media goes, you know, in a world when everybody is telling folks to just, especially young people, just flee from social media, you, you and John have embraced it and have been really successful with it and had fun with it and been able to do good stuff with it too. It is. It's. It's. My account is just all fun, all fun and games. And you know, anyone that thinks it's serious or takes anything seriously doesn't know me. And uh, you know, most people don't know me. So I'm. I live my life sarcastically. <laughs> so. <laughs> for for people that don't know you, what would be, what don't they know about you? I mean, I I know some things, but I mean, what would people be surprised to know about you? Hmm. Surprised? Um, I'm not really sure. I guess that I'm as sarcastic as I am, but uh, other than that, I'm very quiet. You know, I'm the opposite of him. He's, you know, very outgoing and very quiet. I'm, um, I'm more the man around the house. I fix things, and <laughs> I've changed a car tire before. No, you haven't. I paint. I spackle. I caulk. I, you know, build things. Where were you when you had to change the car tire? Uh, in New Jersey. Oh, my gosh. When he was coaching the Nets? Yes, exactly. And he was out of town, and one of his managers was driving his car and called me and said he had a flat tire. Why he called me, I don't know. <laughs> so I went to his rescue, and I said, have you ever changed a flat tire? He said, no. I said, well, watch me and learn. <laughs> So you went, you didn't change your own flat tire. You went and changed a flat tire for a manager. Yes, yes. How much longer was he a manager after that? Uh, when, <laughs> when John found out about that, uh, he's. Uh, I I believe he's coaching someplace now. Is that in high right? School. Yeah. How did you? Um, I don't know much about your family, but I mean, I I I know how creative you are and everything. Were you always kind of around that growing up? Is that where? Yes. You got to be so versatile in so many different things. Yes. Yes, my dad um, could fix anything, and you know, I, I think when you grow up in um, a rural area, you are exposed to all those things. I grew up sewing and knitting, crocheting, doing needlework, and then 
I would uh, follow my dad around and watch him, help him, you know, pile brush. Right. Burn things. My brother hunted, fished, you know. And where was it you grew up? I don't, I don't think I even know. Uh, rural Missouri. Okay. Show me state. Sure. And then, and then so how did the, the woodworking thing begin, which most people mm. don't? Did that come later in life? It did. Uh, my sister-in-law actually got me started. My brother's wife was doing um, things and my first saw that I got I believe was a scroll saw wow so most people listening to this do not know what a scroll saw is yeah I mean that's how few people use them right yes and and what is there anything in particular that you like to make how do you go about figuring what the next project for you is going to be is it by necessity or is it just by the challenge um by just seeing something and thinking oh my gosh i could make that so you know i will attempt it and i'm it may take me longer because i don't know that much about building but i'll figure it out so you know i figure it out as i go you know i've seen things in pottery barn catalog that you know seem simple enough i have right. a console table i made when we were in memphis that was kind of large and uh, still have it. And I've made a um, coffee table that I have here. And I also made one like that for Heidi Robick because she wanted one. And then I've done some other smaller things since then, like, you know, serving board things and things I might see on Pinterest or sure. someplace. So, I mean, this must be a pretty extensive setup that you've got. This is not like the dang Woodwright shop or something like that, right? <laughs> it's not bad. It's in the basement. I'm I'm stuck in the basement. Is anybody else allowed to go? Is it like locked off and blocked off so nobody else can go mess with your stuff? No, but nobody would want to. So, you know, my my kids don't um, have the same interest. Um, Brad has no desire to do anything along that line. Right. Aaron is probably the closest so far because uh, she was just in town and we bought well I had gone to her house and uh, helped her Cody's not living there yet he's still finishing his postdoc okay and um, we went to Home Depot which we do like once a day when I'm there and we bought those nest we bought a nest doorbell okay and installed that she's good at the wiring stuff which would intimidate me but I've learned from her, and we did it together. So when she just came here recently, we installed a bunch of Nest thermostats, and uh, you know. You and so you like and, the way they work? I do. I, I, mean, I, I like it a lot. Right? Yes. Have a, have the app on my phone, so I. And can, you can just change it like that. Unbelievable! Yeah. I'm guessing that the roommate cannot do that. Uh no. <laughs> no, he not at all. No desire. What would, uh, I'm curious about this. When was the first time you ever saw John Calipari? Oh, <laughs> at the University of Kansas. We both worked there. He was a grad assistant in the uh, basketball office, and I was an account clerk in the athletic business office. And he would come in my office. Now, I grew up in rural America, right. so I'm used to a lot of, you know, coveralls, work boots, you know, things like that. <laughs> And he walks in with, you know, travel expense reports in his shoes with tassels on them. And uh, he was the preppy guy then. So the way I hear you saying that, he had some work to do to get past 
Yes. Where you were. Yes. Yes. I would look at look at him and think, oh my gosh, you know, he was cute though. So. <laughs> and he and he knew it, right? Um. No, he didn't. He didn't uh, give that uh, give that feeling off. Always been confident though. Yes. Yes. And and even back then, he was writing a um, I don't uh, some kind of basketball book and the basketball secretary would not type it for him so i was typing you know offensive drills or defensive drills books for him oh my gosh so wow it just seems like for people that don't know your story and and they're just looking in from the outside this is just my observation you guys seem to be in such a good place personally and professionally and family-wise and all that stuff, and in this journey that we all take in life, it's so damn hard to do. And it is just so neat to see it with you all. Am I, am I stating that properly? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, we have fun. We laugh. He's funny. I think he's funny. He Sometimes funny. he thinks he's funnier than he is. <laughs> but <laughs> yeah, it's, I mean, and, you know, it's just, uh, and I have the understanding that I, you know, have to do what I have to do on my end to make his side of things work, you know, so. And one couldn't work without the other. No, no, not at all. That's the beauty of it. Yeah. And, and have the, uh, while, while the mission has stayed the same, have, have the roles and responsibilities changed over the course of time as kids have gotten older and things like that? Mm, no. No. <laughs> still. I still do everything. Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's he does amazing. one thing and he does it really well. So Coach? Yeah. Yes. Oh I, I thought you meant around here. <laughs> no, oh gosh, no. <laughs> uh, professionally, it hasn't always been smooth sailing. And and John is such an optimistic guy. Yes. He never concentrates on that stuff, but the stuff that have been hiccups along the way, he wouldn't say it, but I just get the sense it still motivates him. I I would say so. I would say that's true. And I don't really, you know, understand why he's gotten, you know, the, I don't know what you even call it. It's not really even a reputation for some things because he's very straightforward which I like, you know, he tells it like it is. He's sure. honest. You know, I know more about recruiting just from overhearing him talk on the phone. We don't talk basketball at home ever at all. So, you know, everything's on speakerphone with him now. So <laughs> if you want to watch something on TV, well. You can't do it You've got to go somewhere else. Oh, my yeah. God. So TV, speakerphone overrules. But, you know, he, he tells it like it is, and he's honest, and, and I respect that. And I, I just don't understand why he's gotten the uh, other stuff that's coming. You don't understand, but you do understand it because he wins. I, I think, he yeah, wins. the jealousy, the, he, he, he works. He works his tail off. I mean, I, just, just Instagram and things and knowing what the cycle and everything yeah. is. I mean, whether it is a, a great win or whether it is a bitter defeat – I mean, that thing's over, and then usually yeah. he's on the road, right? Right. And I think that, that's an, another thing, you know, with the stuff I put out, I think, just to see that a coach's wife has to do so much herself. 
and you know they're gone they have work to do they're either in the office watching tape or right. you know it's late or they're on the road um, I, you know I forget what day it is I mean they we just played Saturday and he went recruiting after that right and um, you know then it's an off day today so he's on the road today and it's just it's constant with with, with all the friends and acquaintances and people that you've worked with and coaches that have worked with you I can I can only imagine the number of of wives and significant others that have come to you and said oh my gosh how am I going to do this for the rest of my life you know they that has never happened really yeah wow that's never happened see I would I would think because it's a very it's a very challenging sort of thing it is and, and I mean you've got a you've got a absolute you know people look at the perks and everything but it's yeah. not just it's not just that. Well, and I think that's why a lot of times you don't know that much because you can't say that much about it because there's no sympathy for what you're doing. Right. You know, because of the income they make. Sure. But it doesn't take away from the fact that you know, you're alone a lot. It can be lonely. It, you know, when they when you go to a new place, they have a gym and players everywhere they go. You're the one with your kids that have to change schools, adapt in the community, you know, find your place. And, you know, when we were all at UMass, of course, we were so young. And uh, But any time we got together with the players, the wives would come over and our sure. kids would all play together. And, uh, you know, then we got to where the kids get older and you're going wherever they need to go with right. them and so the, the other thing that happens too typically is when he accepts a new job he just jumps right into that and you're in a position probably where there have been times where you've had to finish out the school year yes and get a house sold yes and get a new house and that's me right yeah and that's usually the wife right absolutely yeah what was the toughest move for you guys from a family standpoint Ooh. I don't I I don't know. All different? All very different. All very different. All challenging, all exciting, all the it, great unknown. You know, you you have to um put a positive spin on it for your kids. Right. Uh because it's hard and I always, you know, tried to have my kids say, you know, you need to tell me what you want to do because I never had to do this growing up if you want to go someplace if you want to try to get a list from the school of you know the kids that will be in your class we can call people and try to sure. meet people if you want to go look at the school so you're not intimidated by the school or you know and here was hard because you know Aaron was gone but Megan was in college and right. uh, you know she didn't want to stay behind in Memphis so she transferred here and which became overwhelming to her. Sure. So then she transferred someplace else and, you know, find a Brad a place. And then we went through, you know, Brad with the ACL and surgery. And we've had John with the hip replacement. And so, you know, all of that stuff has gone on since we've been here. There was a lot of stuff. And first and foremost, I'm mom. Yes. Zero else. Nothing else matters. The games don't matter. The well-being of my child is what matters, and getting them where they're in a happy place. 
and everyone's really good now. So, you know, I can do what I need to do. Absol I can absolutely. Harass my children on the uh, social media. <laughs> <laughs> you you are simply mom until you have a child. Yes. That that that's playing. Yes. Right. How how I'm, difficult? Yeah. Have you ever been in a spot where you really caught yourself from saying something either about somebody had said something about John or about Brad or or a social media thing. I mean, I'm sure there are times, you know, I, I type a lot of stuff up and I don't hit send and it's difficult. It is. And I haven't done that yet. Um, the girls have done more of that. Yes, they have. Then, you know, and I haven't needed to. So they're really professional when they do it though. They are, it, which it, I love to see. Yeah. They're not just bomb throwers, but no. I mean, they will very succinctly take somebody yes. apart. Yes, very eloquent. Absolutely. Like yes, that's the word I was looking for. I like for, it, yeah. But I wasn't eloquent, so I couldn't use it. <laughs> was there ever a time, and, and I don't need to know what it is or anything like that, but was there ever a time with some big decision that came up when, when you said to Jen, I don't think you ought to do this. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And so every one of these places and changes and things, that's, that's, a, that's a team deal for you guys in terms of, it really kind of has been. That's if awesome. I haven't felt comfortable about it, he's, he's been pretty good to listen. That's awesome. So, and, you know, otherwise, for the most part, you, you know, you just try to go along for the ride. Sure, sure. Um, you said you don't talk basketball. Uh, I won't say who, but there are a number of wives that are out there that are very prominent at games, and, and you're just... You're just not one of those. Is that something that you've had to uh, internally kind of do, or, or is that just kind of the way your personality is? And That's just me. I, you know, if basketball ended tomorrow, I uh, would be okay with that. I'm more into it on a personal level. I'm more as a support and a cheerleader for the players and, you know, n nothing else. I'm not yelling out, you know, plays or play zone or you know right <laughs> go back to man you know <laughs> no it's it's more uh you know more in a positive way sure is that how the uh, birthday brownies is that what it is started that started in memphis really and i don't know why it took me so long to realize you know that you know i had a good relationship with a lot of the uh, players there mm -hmm. and to realize what children they were and um, think, oh my gosh, you know, here, here they are, away from home, having birthdays, and that needs to be recognized, because they don't recognize that with each other, for the most part. They're not going to say, hey, it's my birthday tomorrow, you know, <laughs> today's my birthday, <laughs> you know, but, you know, so I, I don't know. I felt like that was needed. I know we've been talking about kids a little bit. You've got to be so proud of the people that they are, because that that family tie is obviously there. And whenever you see those kids, you have, you have no problem knowing whose kids they are. <laughs> but, but they have all just grown and, and, and flourished and kind of done their own thing. And that's got to give you a, a tremendous amount of pride. It does. It does. And it, it was, you know, I think, I think growing up when we did the, you kind of have to just circle the wagons and, you know, help and support each other. And my kids were the best thing for me along the way. But how so? Just because I'm not an outgoing person, 
So they got me, you know, more outgoing. Or if I was, I'm more of a worrier and uh, self-conscious and all that stuff. And Brad is more like that. But I would try to put my that, you know, my whatever inadequacies aside. Sure. <laughs> to you know, push them in a better direction. Get yourself out of your yeah. comfort zone. And tell them along the way, you know, you can go anywhere you need to go. I wasn't one of those, and you know, you've got to stay here. You've got to go to school here. This is where I am. Right. You go where you need to go and do what you need to do and encourage them along the way to do that. And they've done that. And, you know, I, I think it's amazing that they've done that. You know, I wouldn't have been away from Missouri if I hadn't been drug out of there. <laughs> really? You would still be in Missouri if this I guy would. hadn't come I to would. Life. And he says that. I grew up in a town of like 900 people. What was the name of it? Osceola. Osceola, Missouri. Osceola, Missouri. Wow. So, and I missed going to the game in Columbia this year because of the bad weather. Right. Because my mom and dad live about two hours from there, and they didn't want to risk the drive. Absolutely. And I've got a sister in Kansas City, and Columbia is two hours from From anywhere. Anywhere. So, yeah, so nobody came. Oh, my gosh. Um, You you talked a little bit about uh, people's perception of, of John, and you really haven't said anything. There was a social media post not too long ago. Let me see if I got this quote right. I've been dealing with this crap for 30 years. Is that? Yes. I, yeah. I mean, it's got to be frustrating. I mean, it's, it frustra- is. it's frustrating for us. Who- right. Why? I mean, I just... And don't say that he was overlooked. I mean, don't <laughs> right. say that's... What? You know, it's blatant. And I just don't see how it can continue to go on and no one recognizes it or speaks on it or says anything. And it's just, I think they're it's just, not right. I think they're just embarrassed. I think they're just embarrassed to say anything because it's, it's like... They said. should be. Somebody should be embarrassed. But it shouldn't have happened in the first place. Correct. I mean, oh, right, right. Own it. How does he handle things like that? in the private moments when it's just the two of you and the three dogs. (laughs) You know what? He doesn't say anything. He doesn't talk about it. And it's like anything else, you know, when you're going in and playing a team, it's just, you know, just, you just try to continue to prove things wrong. And he's done that. I guess we're, I guess we're all fueled by that. But at this point in time, I mean, the dude's in a hall of fame. He's got the I rings, know. right? I know. So why does it continue? I think people just look for an easy foil. And but why is it him? Right. Why do you think it is him? I just, I really just don't, I guess because he's brash, he's not afraid to stand up and speak out on things that make other people uncomfortable. Sure. And, you know, I know he does that at league meetings or anywhere or to the media. But see, that's the one thing I've always thought of. Like, there were a lot of guys in the old days of Major League Baseball that felt like they didn't get into the Hall of Fame because they weren't accessible to the media. There's nobody in the game of basketball that's been any more accessible than John has to people. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. It's just got to be personal jealousy. I'm I'm sure, you know, I'll say this, you don't have to say it, but there, there are other coaches out there 
that have friends that are out there doing their bidding. And when there is focus on somebody else, there's not focus on what they're doing. And I think that probably, I think that probably drives a lot of it too. Probably. Can you ever imagine your all's lives without basketball? He keeps saying he's not no. going to be one of these guys that not going to coach until he's 70 or something like that. But, I mean, he, he seems to be more energized than ever. Yeah. He, he enjoys the challenge. And, you know, when he got fired from the Nets and he was golfing all the time <laughs> and, or sitting at home watching TV, I said, one of us has to get a job. <laughs> <laughs> you can't be sitting around my house all day. <laughs> Was it was it a tough time? Um, it was. Um, he was okay with it because he knew he'd be fine. Right. The optimist in him. Mm-hmm. And I think it hurt the rest of us just because, you know, we knew he was getting things done and, you know, it's a process and, you know, wasn't recognized. But the way they did it and... Right. He felt it was coming for a long time. Yeah, I remember him saying that. And, uh, you know, he would he would ask the owners. They would say, no, everything's good. And then, boom. Wow. Uh, I think most people might think, oh, my gosh, I would not want to be a guy to go home and be introduced by the love of his life to her dad, John Calipari. But I'm just, I'm just going to make an assumption here. That, that John wasn't the one they had to worry about, it was you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He's, <laughs> he's, he's, because he's gone all the time. But <laughs> he's never here to take the meeting. Just the idea of, yeah, the magnitude <laughs> of what John Calipari is. But, yeah, it's, no, the girls have good guys, and uh, Brad's got a good girlfriend oh, right great. now. Yeah, I love her. She's, so. she's great. I do those soccer games, and she's she's great. Yeah. Um, you know, I'm going to give you one task for your um, uh, Instagram. Uh-oh. We keep hearing about these secret John Calipari golf lessons that he, that he won't play. He doesn't want anybody over there when he's getting his <laughs> lesson and everything. So if you could get some uh, underground footage of that. <laughs> I think it would set the set the internet ablaze. Oh, really? I think people would be. Now, what is the interest in that? What, that seems so uninteresting to right, me. Right, but it's but he makes it interesting by the fact he makes sure when he does it that there's nobody around or anything. Yes. I mean, he's just got so darn much pride about wanting to do something so well, and only a very small percentage of the world can play golf well. Yeah, and he's he's funny to watch golf, but. Uh, uh, I've ridden with him in the cart, and right. <laughs> he likes to be on the move. Yes. It's like golf at a fast pace. <laughs> it's not a relaxing thing. It's not, we're out here to enjoy how pretty this is. It's like, hit the ball. Oh, geez. You know, throw me another one. <laughs> throw me another one. You know, drive over there and get that ball. <laughs> that is amazing. Oh, my gosh. I, I, I know you have got so many tugs on your time. I, I just really appreciate you taking time to do this, and it's been great to visit with you a, a little bit. And I, 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 just, I just really appreciate it. And a lot of people don't say it, but I just so appreciate what you all do well, and thank what you, you mean to this community. Thank you. Thanks. I appreciate it.